0: Hey everybody. How are you all doing? I am Ben and this is Dak and we are together the guys who did this and today on this fine morning we will be continuing our journey through the Expanse series with chapters 6 through 12 of book 3 Abaddon's Gate. Oh warning, we will be covering adult subjects and discussing spoilers for both the book and the show. Spoilers. It's spoilers. I, I am can, yeah reading the, the last spoilers. book right now, so. <laughs> the last book yeah. has dropped. You better be careful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well yeah what we. We better be careful? Yeah. You better be careful. I can talk about whatever I want. I don't this know anything. Is, so can I. Not true. Alright. Not true. But yeah, have you have you read a lot of it yet, or like how far into it are you? Um, I think I'm like ten chapters in. Okay, okay, so, so a you're, decent you're ways. way. I you're know you're what's going on. Yeah, you know the setup. That's the first ten chapters. They kind of set everything up <clears> for the most part in their books. Some good stuff happens. It's good. It's uh, some existential Actually, questions. It's fun. Oh, I love those. I love those. This <laughs> podcast endorses existential questions. <laughs> Nice. Yes. They actually set they they basically set everything up in their books in the first like two chapters, actually, I'm realizing.
1: Usually yes. it's very
0: I mean very after quick. like the prologue of each book, you're like or sometimes not really. But like, like after go. the first three, you're like, yeah, you kinda know what the uh what the story's gonna be. This is what we're gonna do. hmm Very nice. Yeah, I'm excited to get there one day. It'll it'll take a while. Yes. But one day.
1: True. Very exciting. Well, nice. All right. We're doing
0: six through twelve. Buckle up. Well Unbuckle. actually these are relatively chill chapters, but either way, we we continue Screw our journey plan. out to the ring. We party the whole way. It's great. The parties on the ships I feel like would be legendary if you're just everyone stuck on the ship. <laughs> you're a legend, Lando. Yeah. <laughs> I mean imagine you're imagine you're on a ship out to the ring, it's gonna take months like you don't really have to do anything. So what are we going to do? Yeah, you do. The Belters are all wearing their faces off about... Um... I mean, but we're not Belters. We're, <laughs> we're, like, we're, we're like Ignorance wow. is Bliss type situation. We just, we, what we don't know, we don't know. We're it the party boat. What exactly. they, <laughs> because of the implication. <laughs> what they, it's, we're... we're in the middle of space. They can't say no because of the implication. Exactly. What are you? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to be weird. I'm not trying to be weird. I can't remember exactly how that scene goes, but amazing. Okay, season, season, chapter six. Mm. Our boy. Actually, where did we leave off last chapter to pick this up? Uh, who who ended it last time? I mean, basically at the end of the who last set it? of chapters, we had everyone on their respective ships heading out. So. Uh, Holden and crew. That's actually about to happen right now. Never mind. <laughs> but the other ones, Bull and the BMF are shipping out and Melba has gotten her papers to do her thing that we're a little confused about. still. So, but she, yes. we know that she is also on the way. Also, Anna, we know that Anna is going to be on the way too. So yeah, we get more of that. But all right. Holden. Uh, we start out this chapter with Holden and Naomi are on Ceres Station. Our favorite, our favorite place in the whole galaxy. Uh, this, the squad has gotten an offer to protect and transport a ship of supplies out to Titania, a moon of Uranus. This
1: <laughs> is a
0: weird mission for them. Yeah, dude. Very uh, <laughs> immature of you. Come on. Uranus. Not funny in any way. It's kind never. of funny. It never gets old. No, it, it really doesn't. I actually don't know why they it, they really screwed up naming naming it that. <laughs> Is it technically Uranus? Like, did no one even uh, think, think about it? I think it's still Uranus. I saw something that was like, yeah, people are just saying that, so I don't have to say Uranus, but it's pronounced Uranus. But, why would you uh, not so I don't know. Call it Uranus. Like that's just because if you're a teacher, if, right? I, if I'm a teacher, I'm calling it Uranus every time. Uranus. Like, I'm gonna make. That's like how you remember the planets. I'm going to put like um stuff on the board that's like your and then like a peach emoji, and that, exactly yes, uh-huh. that'll be like the the symbol for Uranus, the scientific word the, yeah, Uranus really, is just a peach, Kids like, only the... learn in emojis nowadays. they don't even read anymore. they only Dude, I learned, emojis I learned yesterday that you could do emojis in Quiplash, which is hilarious, really? yeah, mm, mm. yeah, so. it it changed the game. Who knows how good <laughs> we're good or for evil, but uh... got to be evil, right? Yeah. Well, anything the kids do is always evil, regardless of generation. So True. meme rap. Not again. <laughs> um, yes. So Holden is very into this trip and it's concerning. We don't really know why. Naomi is like, why? Why the hell are we doing this? Why are we going this to Uranus? We're like, way it's like way the fuck out there. Uh, we don't. We're gonna. It's gonna take months. It's gonna be very expensive. And hold just like, yeah, I want to do this because it takes us to the opposite side of the solar system as the ring at the moment, because your we Uranus is out the other way right now in its orbit, and it has a very long orbit from what I understand. <laughs> and so Naomi's like, uh, okay, fine. And then they kind of confirm with. Amos and Alex, like, yep, we're going to do this. It was like, okay. And they're waiting for their people, the outer shoot, the outer freedom outer shipping company, a very strange company that they're very concerned about as well. Um, What is it called? The OF? The OF? Either way. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's like a made up name, basically. It's yeah, like a made up company name, yeah. It seems like a it seems like a a uh, not good. Sketchy. Oh, I can't I can't think of words. What's Shell the company? Shell um, Company, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but they're like, well, they're gonna pay us a lot. Holden's like, well, they're gonna pay us a lot, so let's do it. And unfortunately, as they're waiting for the meetup and the cargo that Package. they need to to take this out to Uranus, Titania, technically, but it's Uranus. Uh, they get a call from the company that's like, uh, some, someone came looking for you guys, and uh, it's a little scary that they're looking for you, so we're not going to do this. So they back out, and Holmes's like, well, that was strange. Uh, who's looking for us? And they realize that they're they are basically locked into their uh, dock. I think. they're. I think it was a little even more um, ambiguous than that. Like they were just like, "Why didn't you tell us about your current status?" Like, "F off." Yeah, something <laughs> weird. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Uh, oh, what?" Um, <laughs> and then they learn they're uh, they're they're locked in. hmm Mm-hmm. So they're locked in, and they're like, "Well, shit, someone's coming." And the who ends up coming is actually just one woman, uh, and a very attractive out. woman, very attractive. We learned. As always, we have to learn that. If we're just... <laughs> What else is there to know, really? I, like, I, I can't yeah. think of one other feature I'd want to know about a woman. That... That's it. Change as always. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they, she's like, hey, are you guys, are you James Holden? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, well, uh, sorry, but you've been, here are your papers. You've been called to court. Whoa. And essentially, what has happened is that the Martians have decided that they would like their ship back, and they are going through the legal means to get it back. They're they're challenging the claims of salvage that the squad has used, uh, and that, assumedly, the Martians haven't challenged due to the ongoing uh, war with war slash cold war situation thing with Earth. Mm. So now that those two Actions are relatively peaceful following the end of book two. Assumedly, Mara's like, okay, we gotta get that ship back, we can't have that thing floating around out there. Um, but yeah, they're like, shoot, that's not ideal. Coincidentally, <laughs> almost immediately after this happens, uh, we get a call from a second woman, her name is Monica Stewart, and she offers them a way out of this. Uh, she is like, hey, I'm a journalist and I want to get a ride on your ship out to the ring. And because I'm a journalist, I have unlimited power somehow and I can, I can get your ship out of this lock and we can I have like a fake contract written up that says that. What a loophole. You were employed by B a month ago, and because journalism is, you know, the mightiest power in the galaxy, uh, the Martian government won't be able to stop us. Um, And Helen's like, wow, okay, Um, sure. They kind of basically talk about it a little bit, and then they agree that they will let this group of journalists, there's four of them, onto the Rossi, and they will take them out to the ring... And all the while, the it's kind of like uh, they kind of realize that, like, obviously, if there's journalists, they're going to want to talk to yeah. James Holden, who's a very famous person and probably the crew. Uh, While they're out there, there's interviews as a stipulation of this contract. And yeah, so we have four individuals added to the crew of the Rosie for this new journey out to the ring where our boy Jimmy did not want to go in the first place. Um. But now we're heading out there, and yeah. So, very strange series of events here. It almost seems a little too good to be true, <laughs> if you ask me. It's a little weird. So, d- <laughs> does so is it implied here? Do we think that Monica like did this whole thing? Like, she nudged Mars to lock down a ship or to sue him back? Or there, is she just taking a, advantage? So, there's a couple things. I... It could either because we also I learned think, something in the next chapter too. Right, I think it goes back to Melba. That's what I think for sure. I think Melba did all of this. She was I like, I think Melba did all of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But she would have to do it because Martha, not Martha, Ma- Monica <laughs> Martha doesn't. <Stewart>. Martha, <laughs> yes, that's who I picture. Um, when oh, I really? picture I don't her character, picture her at all. I actually picture the character from the show. I feel like that. Uh, I basically, I mean that's that fine, girl. but um. I think because I read the books before I watched the show. But, uh. Well, this one, same, actually. Well, okay. fine. Um. Anyway, I don't think she doesn't know, right? She only has one inside dude. Um. Monica does not know. Right. Correct. So, like, she must have manipulated something without her knowing to, like, to want to do this. I don't know. I think my thought is that Melba has well I think I think there's two I think there's two things going on here. I think that I think that Melba did the locking. That's my guess. We might learn this. I guess I'm not sure if we learn this or not, but my my thought right now, because we're not able to remember, is that Melba does the locking in order to get Cohen onto the ship, yeah. and then uh maybe there's some hints dropped to maybe. Maybe they were already in discussion because this is something Monica wanted to do already. And then, like, this, oh, look at, oh, look at, they're trapped now here. Yeah. Let's, maybe Let's try do and, it. and then maybe Monica tries to, maybe Monica figures it out from there. But I, I, my thought is that it's too weird. Who, what, when, when has like a newspaper person been able to do something like this? Like, what, like, claim that? Yes. Yeah, I just like... don't think that, I, I just don't think that she'd be able to like lock the ship down It's Ceres. It doesn't seem possible. It's a weird plot device. But, yeah, I don't know. And Melba was rich at some point, and still kind of is. Yeah. she probably has the money to do this. Yeah, she had a lot of money. Because remember, she, could, she does say that she could retire very comfortably at any point, but she chooses not to because she in chose the name violence. Of, of vengeance. Yeah, she literally woke up and chose violence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but yeah, I guess that's my thought. Uh, because yeah. I don't see any other option here. Fair. Um so yeah, so really quickly the squad. We got squad. four people that will be uh, the, sorry, we're gonna uh, there's multiple squads now. I gotta squad. name them different news squad, the news team four is uh Monica Oakju, I believe is how you say the yeah, name. That's Okju. It could be like uh That's how they say it in the Clip. audiobook anyway. Is it okay. Clip, I believe is the, the third name, and Cohen, the fourth one. I wrote CNN's finest here, so They're a good team. The one dude, the camera dude is blind. Yes, Cohen, very, do we learn that here? Yeah, he's got these big black glasses on, and we learn that he can't see. We learn a little bit more about that later. I wrote some notes on that for later, too. Um, The Rosinante getting recalled. If this is really happening, uh, like Mars is like, we want our ship back. That does make a lot of sense to me, though. It's crazy that this hasn't happened up to this point. Uh, but that is the power of fiction, so' um, that's just my that's my thought. but yeah, so we now have eight people on the Rocinante, and we're headed out to the ring. Interestingly enough, all our other main characters also headed out to the ring. Strange. wild. Have we I don't think they thought? talked about how Holden thinks he's like called to the ring yet, but I think that uh, happens later. It does happen later. In one I, I have another Holden chapter later. He's Holden's messed up. It's literally, literally. like it's literally like a Lord of the Rings illusion. Little-
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> it's,
0: it's, I know. It's my purchase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the ring wants to be found. Mm-hmm. hmm Probably I guess true, but that's funny. Miller yeah. is Miller is Smeagol. Basically, I guess. <laughs> that's funny. Uh well, we can uh, we can go to Melba, who is, really was throwing me off because I'm so used to Clarissa that I forgot she was called Melba most of the way through this book. Um, but yeah, Melba is we had a little exposition about how the Earth and Mars fleets are kind of depleted because of that whole thing that happened last book where they like all shot each other and blew up a bunch of ships. Right. Um, and the semi-war that went on. Remember, there was like fighting over Ganymede too. So, their navies are both um pretty small at this point, uh, which is uh interesting and may uh may come back later. But uh, they're on the. I don't know how to say this. I should Chrysler, 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 Chrysler. Well, I don't know what you're trying to say. Um Ah, uh, there you go. Sir that's sir how Izier. I say it. Uh, it sounds about right. Which... Wait, it took me a second. I was like, "What are you trying to say, yeah. sir? <laughs> sir?" Sir, stop talking. They're uh... <laughs> um, which is kind of interesting that it this was like an old exp- exploration ship, but now they're basically using it to like house all their tools and supplies when they work on the um, on the main ship. So that's fun. It could, um, it could be Sirayzer, Sirayzer. Sirize, could be Sirayzier. Oh, Sirayzier. That's what it is. Sirayzier. That sounds so familiar now. I'm almost positive it's pronounced that way. I wonder if um, it's like a real. Is it a real word? I think uh, it is. Uh, it's. I think it's a real name. Sirayzier. The term Sirayzier. It's on French Wikipedia. I can't read French. Uh, <laughs> my, my one downfall. I'm pretty do sure I pronounce it's pronounced it, Because it's it's like ringing a bell now. Oh wait, this is a this is a tree. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah. So we get we get more input. So remember, she is a fake like engineering lead kind of. So she's checking her team's electrical work, and she basically doesn't know anything. Um, and she hears so because of this plan that she's got going on, which involves her planting bombs on all these ships while she's supposed to be checking electrical stuff. Uh, she like has tapped into the private channels of her underlings, which she. Explains usually like a uh, over person, a person their position wouldn't have, um, and they hear she hears her talking smack or them talking smack about her, um, which is funny and oddly she cares, uh, which she like she even thinks in her head like why do I care about this? This doesn't matter. I'm here to fuck Holden, um, but she does because she even admits she she could be checking her other team's channel because she has multiple team members to make sure they aren't coming to see her planting these bombs. Um, but she's, she keeps listening to the smack talk of uh, Soledad and Ren. Um, so, yeah, she's cares. She has a heart. Um, well, I guess, I don't know if that means you have a heart. I guess that just means you care what people think. But... Um, so she's planting well, bombs on the bulkhead. I uh, think she also is worried about just them blowing her cover in some way. Yeah, but I mean, she's like she's like invested in what they think, though. That's fair. That's also fair. Um, Yeah, the whole reason she's she's not overhearing them to get what they think about her or overhearing. She's not like tapping into their channel to learn what they think about her. She's tapping in to make sure they're not like coming to see her or something while she's she's doing dirty stuff, (laughs) planting bombs. So yeah, we still don't know what she has planned for these bombs, but we're getting a better look at the picture here because um, we also learned she spent money doing basically what you now call a deep fake or a fake video of somebody talking and saying stuff. So to make it look like uh, Holden himself is saying, I have taken control of the ring for the belt, which is hilarious. One, it's kind of funny because we have like she made it sound like she spent all most of her money doing this which is like now i'm pretty sure we have the technology to do this pretty easily like not to 100 like this but i imagine in like 10 years it'll be like i bet we can make pretty foolproof videos of almost anyone who has a lot of camera time um saying anything which is uh concerning i don't know when this book came out but like all they said is that she used existing clips of him speaking to make this, right? Like, it's not even like she, like... I -hmm. guess I don't know how it works exactly, but, like, it's not like she altered a bunch of stuff. I mean, you'd have to a little bit, She like, Well, she... Yeah, she used some kind of... It made it sound like she spent a lot of money on this. Um... Like, some kind of software that, like, combines all the... So it's, it's like, like we have this now, like, it, like, combines all clips of people talking. Um and video of people talking to like create a fake video of pretty much saying whatever you want. Cause you have, there was that, there was that app where it did, it showed you, you just put your face in there and it showed you singing, right? Like, remember yeah. that? Yep. That worked. Like, I that mean, it was That was perfect, free. But it it was... wasn't, it wasn't amazing, but that was just free. You just put it on your Right. And, you and really then like... there was that whole, like there was a, well, there's that issue with people doing the, the deep, they call it deep fakes. Um... Oh Yeah pornography so they would put like anybody's face on like a porn star or something and then that is wild so it made it look like yeah you had like nudes of whoever which is uh crazy but also it almost gives people an out now be like that's a deep fake not a real nude um i wonder if there's a way to like i need to be a deep i'm gonna pivot my career to become a deep fake analyst uh, yeah, Which but mean... they were saying, like, it's getting super hard to tell the difference now. Like, they're, hey, there's worry that you could, to... like, like, I don't know, do know like, school. just do anything. We can make, well, one, it's concerning because, like, what we talked about of, like, all the old tapes. So, we have, like, old tapes, <laughs> well, I guess, of, like, people saying, like, bad, like, the Mitt Romney tape or the Trump tape or whatever of them saying bad things, right? But now, with this new technology, you can be like, nope, I was deep faked um which is yeah. interesting. But then also on the flip side you could use it as the offense to actually make fake tapes. I don't know. It's very weird tech that is kind of concerning because we don't know what anything is real. Um, it's almost but... like how it reminds me of this is such a tangent. It reminds me of <laughs> so in Dune, right? They <laughs> yes. The, <laughs> the the shields. The way that everyone wears their ballistic shields mm-hmm. has like because they're so effective against guns, everyone Nobody uses does it. Yeah. swords now. Yeah. So like it almost it almost reminds me of that where like if the video fakes are so good, then at some point you just have to stop trusting any video you see and we just go back to a point where there's not much video of people. Uh, right like it doesn't and matter maybe it's just like articles like yeah, nobody yeah, right. makes fake videos because it doesn't work yeah yeah because they all could be fake or they're right. none of them are fake or like you just have no you just have no clue <laughs> and um, all videos, <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh i mean we'll still use video because that's how people do things but yeah i guess right nobody like, would make it because it wouldn't yeah. be worth it yeah it was like a, worth uh, something it becoming a something like something very like you know quote unquote futuristic becoming obsolete because of a different yeah like somewhat or or something made to like that totally makes it irrelevant i don't know it's interesting to think about yeah and it's yeah like the internet yeah but she, so she has more. Like, I, it, it's kind of gonna work in this instance because she has she has more up her sleeve than just releasing right. this video. And it seems, and it seems like it's not widely spread in any way yet. Yeah, like yeah. You said, and she even like admits, she like, yeah, she even admits, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Perfect. It has to be perfect to fool everyone for like whatever, like an hour or when all the shit she has planned to go down goes down. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'll be fun. But she oh she also explains why she doesn't want to just kill him. She's smarter than that, she knows he'll just become a martyr of like you know, the martiness. They're like, oh wow, this guy was so great, he he took down Mao and saved everyone for protomolecules, so if she just kills him it it like yeah, makes him more she's, famous. She's specifically in denial that like her dad is a bad person. Yeah, <laughs> like, not not very great. deep in denial about that. She um, wants to, yeah. Ruin so, Holden. Yeah. Like right. her family was ruined on and in her mind on uh, what am I looking for on deservingly. Yeah. Which, so Not true. <laughs> rough, rough luck for a little uh, Melba here. But or- it, we wouldn't have uh, we wouldn't have the conflict. And wow, a lot of things wouldn't happen if uh, we
1: Pretty didn't true. do
0: this, but she's a doer. Hell yeah. we get him. Yeah. Uh, at- <laughs> just really type a person. <laughs> um as we also learn, uh she has an inside man on the Rosanante. It's the camera blind dude. Um oh, I love him. Just kidding. Just kidding. I didn't love him. He he's okay. he's an interesting dude, but uh kind of concerning. Weird. If I remember right, he's weird in the show. He's he's which super is, weird. Yeah. But uh yeah, she has an inside man which it, this just gets worse. It looks super bad for the quote-unquote good guys holding in them throughout like until like pretty far into the book you're like wow this is this is bad like <laughs> what are they going to yeah. do about all this mm-hmm. um like it seems very stacked against holding in the gang cuz like they, right now they have one they don't really have real control of their ship because Mars is going to take it back they have this camera crew on there with an inside dude of a girl who's trying to like take them down um and then also that girl is like has a seemingly very elaborate plan um, that involves bombs <laughs> on uh, UN ships. Uh, so it's uh, and then also like he's being talked to by the proto molecule, and there's weird shit going on. So it's uh, just a lot of weird shit for our crew. That uh, seems bad. Seems like a bad time. Um, so she, we learn he's planted something. Um, and she's going to go test it. It's apparently to be able to send a signal from to make it look like it's sending a signal from the Rosnante, which kind of aligns with having the fake broadcast. So we're getting a little more clue of what's going on. And she's going to send a fake broadcast, make it look like he's doing something evil and then so on and so forth. Um, but uh, all is going to plan right now. Um, but later she sees Ren uh one of the dudes that was talking smack ren was being a little nicer but she kind of confronts him and is like hey i don't know what's going on but i think we should be friends <laughs> um and kind of she like admits she's like i have no idea what i'm doing in this job um yeah. and this kind of like builds almost like trust in ren or ren's like almost feels bad for her and is like yeah man you're you're a good person let's uh stick together um so that was nice that she's making friends um so it's, uh, nice. she's, yeah, her, her and Ren are, uh, kind of buddies now, which, uh, they're not buddies. They're, they're at least like, I think you're cool. Like Virgil, that, that type Virgil of colleagues. Uh, yeah. They're like, yeah, I see you in the hallway. I nod. I give that little what's up. Um, so that's fun. Uh, what, what are we doing here? Oh, I, did I, did I tell you that Uranus, I looked up the Uranus orbit and it's 84 years damn okay um, yeah. so uranus being away from the ring is not it's, it's gonna not be close there anytime soon for another because the ring doesn't orbit it stays uh stationary um wait really is that true uh it said that it, i don't remember if it says it in this book but in future books it says that wow um, that's creepy that's creepier than i thought it would be I it, guess. Yeah, it stays the exact same distance from the sun or star and uh yeah totally ignores all gravity it's got weird stuff going on but uh some other interesting stuff jupiter is only 12 years so that boy's flying um saturn is 29 years and neptune is a whopping 165 years isn't that i mean that makes sense though because don't they i mean like the way that the distance works like uranus is way fucking farther out than jupiter is this is true and like the inner orbits are all like relatively super close compared to the yeah, outer I mean this it kind orbits. of makes sense yeah, although yeah I guess Jupiter is before Saturn and then it goes Neptune Uranus Neptune. Another weird thing about Uranus is it spins with its like pole pointing the sun, right? Which is the only planet to do so. I like um, that. Seems cool. It seems. And nice. they think because it, it it like hit something like a planet early also. in its life so. Cool stuff, Mini Science Tuesday in the middle. Wow! Knocked Look over. how privileged you guys are. <laughs> privileged? Check your privilege, everyone, <laughs> Check them. Um, so yeah, some talking notes. Again, funny how she cares about what the crew thinks, even though she's like essentially gonna kill everyone. It seems like with these bombs, um, mm-hmm. she's. Oh, she also notes in like in her kind of like in her monologue, she's like, "My father's room is actually bigger than this." Uh, which is funny because it says she like looked it up. She like looked up what Wait, all about I think her father's prison. It, it was smaller, I thought. Right? No, it's bigger. I'm pretty sure she said smaller. No, bigger. Because like, she's like, I live in a closet, but my dad lives in an even smaller room. No, I'm almost said. No, she says it's worse because he, she can kind of do whatever she wants, but he is like confined to that room. I'm almost positive it was it, her father's room is bigger. Hmm. Um. Right. I'm reading this because I thought it was the exact opposite. Alright, do it. Where is I'm, it? I'm um, I'm pretty certain of my uh of myself that oh, well, we all are. Okay. They're like basically the same size. Her room was three centimeters narrower narrower but a centimeter and a half longer. So actually it's like very
1: it's, it's close. Just slightly
0: slightly smaller, but yeah, basically the same size. Alright, cool. Weird. Why did they bring that up then? For oh. fun. Yeah, that's true. They're both trapped mm-hmm. in their own prisons. <laughs> the metaphor. Melba's like, I'm sub-trapped! Help! (laughs) I must do this. Melba, you did this yourself, you son of a bitch. Classic. Uh, She sees Marcos in the hallway, which is just some random guard, and she's like, huh, I wonder if he'll die. (laughs) Just crazy. Crazy stuff. Um, Oh, Melba. She's thinking about here. Um, We talked about killing Holden would make him a martyr, so we can't just do that. That'd be too easy. Um... And also important to note that, kind of why they got along was Ren is like the only Belter in the crew membership, and remember we're on the UN ship, so she, Ren or it's a, I think Ren is a guy actually. So Ren is actually kind of an outsider as well. So they're kind of like bonding over being outsiders. Uh, so yeah, or she's an outsider because she knows nothing about. Because she's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> a little different, but they still bond. You're, we're just like we're the same, you and I. We're the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh, Malva, in co- you're incompetent at your job, and I am a <laughs> minority being persecuted. But you're no, not same. the same. <laughs> same thing. So we then head back to Anna. Love Anna. Anna. Uh, she is officially on a battleship also <laughs> headed for the ring uh a, a man, the way that i wrote this is extremely funny a man boy named Jin. i just yeah. i i wrote i wrote man but then i did slash boy because it was mentioned later that he was younger but i just it was funny the way i ended up writing man this boy. with man boy uh his name is Jin, and he's in the military i believe he's like a military yep. dude is helping her move all her stuff to the room and he's walking through all the fun stuff about the Thomas Prince battleship that she is now on. And she's like, hey, this is all great. I just want to go sleep. That'd be awesome. So she ends up heading back to her room and she sends a message to Nami and Nono because they are now heading back to Earth uh, right around the same time that she is jumping on the Thomas Prince. And she's very sad uh, because she is just black, basically. And she gets a message pretty soon after sending a message. And she's like, damn, that was quick. Uh, But it's not from her family. It is from uh, the ship and how there's a VIP meet and greet later. And she is very sad and cries and goes to sleep for a while. (laughs) And after this later, she goes to her VIP meet and greet. And she meets a few characters on the ship with her. We meet a doctor, father, priest Cortez. Her- Aaron, Hank, Hank, Cort- Hank Aaron is a baseball player. Hank, a- Hank Cortez uh, is a very, very, very popular uh, Catholic priest. TV guy, basically, uh, like one of those. Uh, he's a big, yeah. He's a he. He broadcasts to famous. 100 million Catholics every Sunday, is what we learn. So he's got a very big following. Father Michael is just a random Catholic priest as well, from what I can understand, uh, but who is friends with Doctor Reverend Dr. Cortez, and we also meet a woman named Tilly, and this woman we don't really get any info on yet, but we it doesn't seem like she is a priest or preacher. Uh, they are talking a lot about uh, each other drinking, which is strange, cool. but... They do that. I've never, I don't know. Maybe it's different, but like, I've never had someone tell me like, "Oh, you're Catholic, never drink with a Catholic," <laughs> something like that. I'm like, never heard, never heard anything like that before. Uh, I think so. I thought that was extremely I think funny. In, I think in more religious circles, it would be, but maybe they do that more. Yeah, that's I don't know, understandable. I can't imagine someone. I don't know. I maybe that's maybe that's a thing, maybe that's an American Catholic thing specifically. Like also like growing up, my parents didn't drink really, so like I, Catholic, I all the Catholics I've met in my life are very much not like people that are like let's go drink. It's very much the opposite uh, of that. So that's why I guess this was weird. But maybe like if you're a European I think Catholic. Think you're a niece set of Catholic though. Maybe it's even like no, I'm just I'm just a Roman Catholic, like right. Nothing. I know, but like I don't. know, I feel like a small town Catholic church is different than like I don't know, or could be different a big time. Then, uh, but that that more strikes me as just like because I mean, American is very yeah yeah. American religions town. are very uh what's the word? I, prudent, I guess. Yeah yeah. Compared to. The I think the culture other countries yeah, and I would say the culture of like America's culture, like the small town culture, overtakes the Protestant. It's very Protestant, it's very Puritan. That's the whole thing. Like the all religions here are much more Puritan, right, than their European or South American counterparts. Um, yeah, that's fair. So I guess that's why this was like a weird, like in my brain, like I was like this. This makes zero can't sense. Really, like This yeah. conversation literally does not make any sense to me. To me, yep. um, So I just wanted to bring that up because yep. I thought it was interesting. Um, so, yeah. Tilly, Tilly who's Tilly. a woman, by the way, because um, that's name you can't really tell, IMO. And she is very much just, like, not a bullshitter. She just she wants to talk about things that are fun to talk about. She's like, yo, Father Cortez, like, um, it's a good thing that I, I think she straight up calls him Esteban when she's referring to the secretary general of the U.N. She's like, I, it's a good thing you're here so you can get all those votes, those hundred million Catholic votes for secretary general Esteban. And then we, you know, we quickly, quickly learned that this whole and we kind of knew this already. But the whole trip is a political stunt, essentially, uh, for the upcoming U.N. election and to get votes for right. uh I forget his last name, but the Secretary General Esteban something. And that's like very this that checks out to me. Like that, I'm like, yeah, this this makes sense. Like some big thing that means nothing, but yeah. Uh you basically try and get uh a bunch of certain religious groups to to vote for you. Right. And that totally makes sense. Um yes. And we also learned quickly that Tilly uh, her husband is filthy, filthy rich and also is a very big campaign donor to a certain secret- secretary general that we know. And uh, mm. that's why she is also on this show. Senior because undersecretary. Because of some, some nice campaign donations. And uh, while they're all talking, they blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, a man <laughs> on the other side of the room Oh, I forgot he about yells, this. He yells something out. And what does he yell out? He yells... <laughs> what does he yell out? I like how he's... you put the the freaking quotes in there and just left it blank. Well, I know. I didn't want to type it all out because it's long. Uh, he yelled out, This is for the People's Ashton Collective. Uh, free Etienne Barbara and free the Afghan people. And then oh, he okay. lights himself on fire. Uh, and the ship being a battleship... Literally, milliseconds puts him out because you can't have fighters on a spaceship, you'll everyone will die. Uh, and he has some burn injuries, but he's definitely not dead, and he gets taken away by security all in under a minute. So, uh, we obviously have some interesting people on the ship, uh, trying to make certain political statements as well as potentially trying to make their own individual statements on a big. Uh, international I guess inter solar <laughs> system yeah. stage I guess um, but yeah very fun uh, we got people lighting themselves on fire we got a bunch of religious people nothing's ever gone wrong between different what religious individuals uh, yes so the ship they're on the Thomas Prince one of the remaining battleships in the UN fleet it's a big one um, I don't think there's anything much else to go over. The, <laughs> we have a lot of religion and politics in this chapter. Obviously. I mean, this, I, you have a hundred percent how this works in this country as well. Uh, I guarantee you have big preachers saying vote for X. Yeah. Like you, last election, you hundred percent had big religious leaders saying vote for Trump, whomever. Yes. Um, so that's, that's just how life is. Uh, newer religions. We get the the funny we get the um the Catholics looking down upon the group that they look across the way and see the group that is a new religion. What is it what exactly does Cortez say? I love that line. Uh humanity can you believe those people? I believe those are delegates from the Church of Humanity Ascendant. Mm. Tilly shook her head. Oh no it's Tilly says this I mean, really, let's just make up our own religion and pretend we're the gods. That's true, Tilly. That's true. Wow, I like that. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah. But either way, there's old religions, new religions. Again, none of that really matters because really what this is is just trying to get votes. We're trying to whip votes here. So, uh, yeah. Whip those votes. And then (laughs) the end of this chapter. I I actually hate this. The end of this chapter is a classic, like... It's a classic Expanse end of book chapter. Um until after the man lights himself on fire, Tilly says, maybe this trip won't be boring after <laughs> all. Wow. Chapter. And I was like, like, we don't have to do that. Like, we don't have to do that. Creepy. You could just, you could just maybe have a normal boring. end of the chapter. That's a funny way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this won't be boring. People don't talk like that. Come yeah. on. <laughs>
1: A man is lit very, himself
0: on fire. It is very ominous. I uh, <laughs> light like, to say. Interesting. Uh, he could have had a bomb. He could have blew himself up. Not good. Not good. Like I don't Like it won't be boring. What do you think? Is, does that mean you want more people to light themselves on fire? I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't realize people were gonna be lighting stuff oh, on fire. This oh, is this is pretty cool. I'm Hell in. yeah! Son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> Classic. I don't, but, I yeah, don't know. I, was, I read the end and I was like, "Jesus, like, oh my god, I hate that." Uh, Tilly hate definitely so has much. some issues anyway, but it's fine. Um she's rich, so that's cool. you do be rich. She do. That's... <laughs> this is interesting for her. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. Finally, stimulation. Let's go. Yeah. Hunger Games stuff. Um Yeah, but well, we can go back to Mr. Bowl finally someone that the best character things in the book done. <laughs> who's not in the in the movie I can't believe he's not in the show uh, there's just a good, too much stuff he's yeah a good character a, great character well i mean there's a lot that's left out of this book um for the show but uh or at least combined but what are you gonna do you just uh you can't have it all can't have it all um so Bull, if you remember was trying to track down the pixie dust dealer which mm. I, I don't know if we explain it's like an amphetamine mixed with something else i i think i think they kind of explained it but I'm, uh yeah they did briefly what it, was it it was yeah it was some sort plus. of amphetamine like energy drug but also uh like a feel good type thing going on yes. that's messing with your uh so you're you're happy and then also like Jacked to, to do things uh so sounds like fun but uh maybe not ideal for working um and being right, safe for what's what's essentially a, a military ship yeah probably not ideal to have everyone absolutely Freaking sauced all the time sauce to the gills um so yeah bill bill Bull uh found out <laughs> can we call him bill i want to call him bill now yes bill bill Bill. yeah um (laughs) bull has found out that alexi this alexi dude is the main dealer um and he's like uh we're we're gonna bring him in so he calls his uh two underlings serge and corin who um are pretty they're pretty loyal to him at this point because if you remember when he when he first was like, All right, we're gonna track down the drug dealers, it was like, uh are we really gonna do this? Because like, the the belters didn't want to like snitch on each other. They didn't want to uh I don't know, they're they're not used to like uh any sort of like central or like central government slash like just like person in charge is bad. Um But uh Serge and Corin are uh are down. They're they're ready to go uh Go bust some people. Um, so they go find him. He's doing some work in the. Uh, it was like I didn't. I don't really understand what it was. It was like water pits. Or, I don't know. Um, and he's like, vats. "I'll be out in a sec." What? What are you gonna say? Well, they're they're vats find it? of some sort. They're um, vats. They, yeah, they're in the vats. I don't know what yeast, they were. Yeast vats. Uh, they're making um, food. Yep. 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 So he he's making the food uh and he's like I'll be out in a sec. Uh so while he's doing that they go in find his locker and it's got a a bag of uh a bag of the drugs. Um so it comes back out sets it down and is like yo this your shit. Um and then now Alexi is realizing it's uh he might be in some real trouble. Um so he he they go get him beat them up, handcuff them, put them on a cart, um, and then drive them basically through the center of the station. They're trying to, like, make an example of them like, yo, if you be drug dealing, this is what's, what's going to happen. Uh, and they, they space them. <laughs> they just straight up space them in front of everybody. Which gone. is, if you remember, how belters like to deal with uh, people they don't like or wrongdoers, Um so, upon hearing this, the captain and XO, Ash, Captain Ashford and uh, Michio Pa are like, dude, what the fuck? You can't just be spacing people. Um, to which Bowles replies, like, pretty smart. He's like, uh, are we, what is this ship? Is this a military ship? So, you want me to send him to trial? Like, you want me, like, what do you want to do here? Like, isn't this how Belters do things? Um, to which he kind of puts Ashford in this weird position of if he he might there might be belters who are on bull's side because he's handling it the belter way um so if ashford like punishes bull then maybe there are there are belters sympathetic to bull and would kind of like ruin ashford's power dynamic there um so bull has kind of put himself in a position where he can't be punished uh because he He's more belter than thou, I think Micho Pau says. Um so he he gets away from that one, kinda scot free. Ashford just basically like, don't do it again, or like you have to like run these things through me. Um uh but Pa Pa is not is not fooled. Uh Bull has kind of made an enemy here in Pa in that uh she she sees what he's doing um and knows that that bull is kind of manipulating the captain and, and, and such, but really all bull is trying to do is like, make sure this, this mission goes well, um, right. to be honest. Uh, Oh, and then also when, so after he spaces the, the dude, he puts the, the drugs in the airlock and says, if anything else happens to end up in this airlock before I space it in an hour, then it's whatever. no uh, harm, no. harm, It's problem. longer than that. It's like 16 it's like, hours. I think It's a long, time. Like a long time, but, down. uh, yeah, so he basically is like, "Yo, give up the drugs now," and it's it's whatever amnesty, um, and there ends up being a lot more drugs in there when he spaces it, and true to Bull's word, because uh, it turns out Surge had been had been uh, monitoring who had put stuff in there, um, but uh, Bull says to delete it. So Mr. Bull, a man of his word, uh, which I respect. It's good stuff. This is, this is, oh, I think we should, we should learn from this, like, uh, I think this is Did how we? things should be handled. I don't know, well, just, like, with the, uh... Not convinced. What? <laughs> I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I think we should punish all small drug users. <laughs> no, yes, I believe that the word on drugs was good, fundamentally. No, 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 I'm joking. i not, that's not true. But, no, I think that the, yeah, I think that what he does after murdering that dude is smart, but I just, Yeah. I understand, and this is why I think he's an interesting character he, what he does he's doing po- for political reasons i I don't think he should have killed that guy um <laughs> well yeah, and he knows that too, but he does it because well, he had no choice well, politically he had no choice and he do- he does well <laughs> i mean well, if he wanted because po- if he doesn't space him. It was like, it's like a no, because if he doesn't space them, the captain's probably going to make him release them, and like, uh, and they, well, they don't even have a jail, he points out. Um, so, like, he's, he wouldn't get anywhere. He'd be back to, he'd be almost in a worse position politically if he just didn't bust, than if he just didn't bust him at all. Um, well I mean, but I mean, what he could have done is he still could have gone to, I guess I don't know how these dynamics work. I could, could he not have brought this up with them, those two beforehand? And said, like, uh, I think hey, they would have said like, "Don't worry about it," or like, "Focus really? on fixing the shit." Yeah, because they were they were pissed that he like, they were pissed that he did this. And well, I think they more so, they killed him. No, I think they were. Well, I think they were pissed that he killed him. Maybe. What but they I think said, they were what they also said is pissed. that because Ashford is like, he should have gone to trial. He like, he should have been locked up and then eventually gone on trial. Like that's he's not mad that he like busted the, the drug dude. I think he is though, kind of like he's messing with the status quo. Like he's just like. I think in Ashford's Perfect World, they're just like, "Hey, man, if they're the Belters are doing drugs, that's whatever." Oh, I like, see. I don't think that at all. I don't think that at because, all because because I, um, Bull's the one who's like, "What do you want me to go to trial?" That's not what Belters do. Um, uh, like it, I I don't know. I just think that it seems to me that the captain and Michio Pot are like used to like this kind of like don't ask, don't tell, laissez faire Belter way of. If the belters are doing drugs on the job, then that's whatever. As long as shit's getting done, um, and then Bull's is trying to make it more, like stop people from fucking up. I don't know. I don't. I just don't think that that maybe that could be it. Because I'm why not going like turn it down. My my thinking is that I I think that he could have taken him into custody. You know whatever that means on this ship, but. Uh, and done his same ultimatum of like, hey, everyone, the drugs are going in here. We know that you're doing them. If you if we find anyone with any of this pixie dust afterwards, you're getting spaced. Spaced, but it's kind of like an empty threat unless you do it. I don't know. Not really. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, to me, to me, I don't think Michio in Michio Pa and Ashford's world. They like don't give a shit. Um, about the drugs, but, oh, I just don't, yeah, I just didn't get that. Impression. Cause else they would have like told bull to do something. Like, why would they, uh, oh, they didn't know. They I mean, again, they're, they're up on, they're up on like, th- well, bull is the head. Didn't, he, is the police didn't officer. he talk to Michio about it? And she was like, don't worry about it. In the first couple chapters, did that not happen? Uh, did it? I thought so. Maybe not.
1: He's talking to, to
0: Sam about it. And Sam is, no, doesn't. He only do it. he only just puts it together at the very end of that first chapter. Right. Uh, he's late, but Sam doesn't want to do office. it either. Like I think it's like the Belter way of like to really gonna... tell. Sam just doesn't want to turn in a dude, right? Yeah, she's not like friends with but this Sam, dude. Sam's just a random ass engineer, though. She's not like the leader of this. Right, shit. right. But I'm saying like it's it's all the same, right? Like their their way of thinking is like this is just how it is. Like we've always been just. Doing drugs and whatever we wanted. Um, and, and living. I don't know. So, I mean, what he says, like, both that he was selling drugs to the crew, Ashford says then he should have been arrested. Like, that does not imply to me that Ashford is not interested in arresting a drug dealer on the ship. I think it's more of, like, an argument of... Ashford then also says we aren't anarchists. <laughs> uh, and, like... And then he's like you're saying this man was responsible for all those other people performing badly at their work so you killed him. Like it doesn't sound like to me it sounds like he's upset about the murder, not the murder taking in the drug dealer to me. I think he's just trying I think he's just more upset that Bull is is doing things and using whatever he can. But um I agree. I agree. He he definitely doesn't. He doesn't want to be undermined. Is like his whole you know, thing. He knows that. Yes, he definitely knows that. Bull is. Do I mean bull did this without his any yeah. in, any input? That's what I definitely agree with. That I think if he got input, they would have said, "Yeah, arrest him." Uh Who's to say? That, that's what I think. That's what I think. But, but they don't have a they don't have a jail. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. room. You can lock a room. No, can't. Well, just anyway, hang him, hang him into the into the big rotating drum from a rope or something. That's the not like just like not not. Like wow, him, like, not, not <laughs> I realized that <laughs> I said that not just like wrap it around his waist and just like hang him there like that <laughs> comfortably, then just like... respectfully, <laughs> respectfully. Hang him. That would be wild, I dude. I mean, I did not mean to kill him. That's <laughs> not what I meant. I did not. Dude hanging from his neck from this rotating the... drum. No, just like no, no. that'd be oh. horrific. <laughs> yes it would that's That's way worse than spacing them you're saying that (laughs) (laughs) not what I wanted to have Uh, that's great um yeah and then yeah like so Michio Pa Michio Pa Michio Michio Pa is very much
1: like like she's also
0: just mad that he killed someone uh I think she's again, they're more mad about the them being undercut. We but, both know that killing someone doesn't make you admirable. I'm not about to forget this like i that I just hope you have enough soul left that what you've done still bothers you like that they're upset about the murder. I don't think they are. I think they're using the murder to be. Like, it's, it's like how people do this all the time. They're like, they're mad about one thing, but they focus on the thing that's more politically correct to be mad about. Um, like, I can't believe this person did this as like, a, but they're not actually like upset about that. I don't know. Maybe they are. And, <laughs> but like, to me, it's more, it's more the oh, fact that they were guess, undermined than like, to, to me, it's dude. both, I guess. To me, I'm just, I, I think it's both. If I'm in a position of Fair. power on a ship, I'm going to be mad about my authority being undercut. I'm also going to be mad that Fair. a murder just happened. Fair. Yeah, and to me, maybe I'm cynical, but I think they could give two shits about the dude, and they want, and they're like, I can't believe this dude undercut us. But, either way, yeah, they're, uh... That, that for sure, yeah. I guess, some enemies. For sure, what happened, though, is that Bull did not ask permission to do this. Yeah, Pa and Ashford are like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, Why did you fucking do that? Yep, We didn't tell you to do that. Um, And so... And Bull Bull got... Coming from a place of Bull knowing that he has little authority is trying to gain authority. Well, he's gotta... He's trying... Like, again, Bull's trying to make sure this mission goes the way it needs to go. And to do that, in his mind, he needs authority. So, that is... the, The ends justify the means... <laughs> that he's, he does. Uh, I guess I don't know how this works in the military, but like obviously they're not murdering fools, but like doing drugs in the military seems like a big no no. Uh um, I think. I but I don't think. know what I guess I don't know what the punishment for that is. Um Uh I don't I I have no idea. Someone like would know. Like, I guess I'm in like real military when I'm talking about. It. Yeah, you just I get guess just I'm, kicked out. I don't I, know. Right, I don't know. And so in a sense, they did kick him out. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Booted, yeeted. See ya. Goodbye. Well. Oh, all R. right, P. Pour one out for our boy. All right. Um, all right. I can't even remember where. Were you done with the chapter at that point? I yeah, can't I think okay. I think we got it. He, he. <laughs> yeah, but that was good. Things. I mean, that's a good. It's you know, Bull makes a choice here, and I. It's definitely not a. I respect I, it. I definitely don't think that this is like a cut and dry good or bad choice. I think that this makes Bull kind of a piece of shit, yeah. honestly. I still love him uh, as a character, yeah. but man, I think he's a douche for doing this. It is. This is how we are. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's my, my thought. Killing people seems bad. I don't think he's He's like, he's like Miller. I don't but think I that's like a hot Miller, take, so. but I, but I love good. Miller. <laughs> okay. Uh chapter 10. Hold on. Hold on. That's the French Holden. We are back on the Rosante. Yes. And the the journalism squad, uh they keep trying to play nice with the crew that we know and love. Uh however, Holden is getting a little sus. Uh and he doesn't really know why yet, but he is getting sus hmm strange the journalists are not allowed on certain parts of the ship like the lights deck uh the the place where the weapons get fired stuff stuff like that stuff operations type areas the the journalists are not allowed there so uh as as this has played out uh, the you can see his his crew, Naomi, Amos, and Alex kind of retreating back to the areas of the ship where the journalists are not allowed more and more. So he's like, "dang, like this is not going well. We, someone's has to do an interview at some point. they They really want to do this, so um, this is not going super well at the moment. The um it's eventually it is a Saturday uh, that we get to. And they we learn that the, the crew always does a group dinner on Saturday. Very nice of the all of them. And Naomi is like, well, we kind of have to invite the journalists to eat dinner with us. And Holmes's like, damn, OK, yeah, I guess you're right. So they invite the the news team to have dinner with them and they always do a real dinner because they are kind of rich now and it's Amos' turn to cook and he makes a delicious, it sounds delicious, pasta with mushrooms with a lot of garlic and parmesan which I'm like, damn, I'm drooling. But, um, they all have dinner and the dinner going cordially uh, until Monica starts kind of bringing up like, hey, we would like to do interviews, blah, 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 blah. blah. (laughs) Um, Amos, I know you're from Baltimore. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, everyone's like, shit, here we go again. And Amos is, like, ready to throw down here. And they slowly back off. And Holden's like, this is... He's like, Monica, shut the fuck up. Please. Thank you. And that dinner kind of passes uh, after that. And it's very not fun for everyone, because it was clear that that was a nerve. So, basically... After this, um, the Rosinante crew has a quick meeting. Uh, yes, they they all are there, and basically they're like Holden. We we can't we cannot have our background stuff coming up. Like we were on the Canterbury, the water hauler from book one that they all started on for a reason. Uh, we have things in our past that we do not want coming up. And we, I mean, we know all about Holden's past because we're in his brain all the time and he has, and he's open book kind of about it. But we really don't know much about the past of the other three people at this point. Besides, we know a bit more about Amos than we do about Alex and Naomi. Besides, we all, we know a bit more about Alex and Amos than we do about Naomi at this point. Um, So still not much. Still not much. And Naomi's like, or Holden kind of has this realization because Naomi says something like, yeah, I really don't want this shit to come up either. And Holden's like, oh, damn, wait a minute, why wasn't Naomi super smart, super mm. good at engineering and everything, and yet she was on the Canterbury, she's like, has multiple degrees, like, wait a minute, mm. I wonder what she's hiding, and it's extremely funny that it's taken dun, dun, Holden dun. this long to have some sort of realization Dude, that in... maybe Naomi has some sort of past that he doesn't know about. In the show, they bring up the past a lot sooner than... Uh... And this like they they kind of use the past against each other in the first book uh or the first book the first oh, when nice. they first get taken by the mars um like they straight up say like yo naomi was a past OPA operative um oh really? they say how uh what's his name was in the martian military and and uh that's something about amos too um they don't obviously go into the full background but they like tease that in the first like have we that's like the first couple episodes has it been mentioned in the books yet that naomi used to be nope. like that that's it hasn't been officially mentioned like nope. i think that everyone knows that kind of understand it's i think it said implied. she had a tattoo does yes, she have a tattoo? The OPA tattoo yes we definitely know that she has the opa tattoo like we know that for sure i'm pretty but, sure, but like almost all belters do so it's not like that crazy we just don't um, know anything for sure. It's just I we think don't know it's, like the the big story. We don't know really anything else though. Yeah. Right. It is it is heavily implied that she. I believe it's heavily implied at some point that she was in the OPA at yeah. some point. Um, I I feel like I remember that happening, but I'm not sure. So, but yeah. Um. So the crew's like, okay, Holden, you need to distract them from interviewing us because we don't want to interview them and you need to do all the interviewing so that we don't have to thank you sir and Holden's like damn okay i gotta do that so over the next few weeks holden begins to do some interviews or not over the next few weeks but holden basically is like okay i'm gonna start doing some interviews and the same night actually after this dinner and this meeting um holden be sleeping and he wakes up this is concerning to me he wakes up and he's got an itch in his nose. See when yeah. that happens. But he like scratched it. Classic. And sneezes like a little bit. And literally, the uh, one of the protomolecule firefly blue specs thingies flies out of his nose yeah. and like floats in the room and it turns into Miller. Uh, these getting closer to Classic. like inside his body and like the way that it's kind of showing itself, extremely concerning to me. I would be like, Fucking kill me right now. Like, why is this? Why did this just come out of my nose? Um, I don't know if it's actually physically coming out of his nose or if it. It it says that there is an itch, so that implies that he can feel it. Um, That would be very concerning if I was him. But either way, Miller is here. Miller, a familiar voice in the darkness. Not ideal. (laughs) Um, And he's got his classic. Uh, phrases that I'm going to read through a little bit. Miller starts going on his his rant. So there was this rookie. Good kid. You'd have hated him. Holden says, I can't take this shit. Which is amazing. And then Miller keeps going with this thing. He never really learned to clear a room, you know? Corners and doorways. I tried to tell him. It's always corners and doorways. Listen, you've got to clear the room. If you don't clear the room, the room eats you. This. And then Holden just keeps going, but Miller's like... Mil- Holden's like, what What do you want? Why are you doing this? And Miller looks, like, exasperated. And Miller says, what the hell are you hearing me say? You see a room full of bones. Only thing you know is something got killed. You're the predator right up until you're prey. And then he stops. And then, basically, it ends there. But that's, that's the conversation that Miller has with Holden a lot uh, throughout this book. And I thought I'd read it once so that we don't have to do it again. But yeah, he's always talking about how this rookie got got because he didn't check corners and doorways. And that's going to come up a lot. So it's on Holden to figure out what the hell he's talking about um, by the end of this book. So uh, then we kind of flash forward over the next few weeks. Holden's been doing some fun little interviews. We learn that Cohen is... The glasses that he wears actually trans translates sonar feedback into like a visual space for his brain to interpret because he has no eyes or optic nerves. He was in an accident that burned away his eyes and optic nerves. Uh, that seems crazy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how that would have happened, but it yeah. doesn't sound ideal. Um, but he's, so he's basically like a really advanced scientific bat thing <laughs> that's going on. Might be offensive, but it, that's how it works um,
1: and
0: he is very good at like modeling 3D spaces because of this I guess with with his glasses slash brain, so he is able to like make visual effects on the interviews with the news team i'm a little i'm I'm a little iffy on like what exactly they mean by this but um when they do the interviews they're able to like put holden into a space that he isn't actually in because Cohen is like able to like visualize it and paint it up and right. make it look like holden's actually there so uh that's kind of what's going on from what i understand and they as they keep going they catch up to they actually get close enough to the behemoth the uh ship that bull ashford and pa and the opa are taken out to the ring and they can see it and they're like dang look at all those weapons on that thing <laughs> and they do like a quick scan of it and they're like dang i don't if they fired that <laughs> i love that they know this sh- now too i know like that ship would just explode. And th- that implies that everyone is immediately going to be aware can, that the ship is literally that nothing. Ship is yeah. Paper and you literally can't fire that ship. <laughs> um, so extremely funny that they tried to like put a bunch of these weapons on it when everyone knows, regardless that it literally can't shoot anything. So, um, yeah, they, they see the ship, they're going faster than it. So they're going to get to the ring before the behemoth. Uh, and the last thing we get in this chapter is Naomi and Amos. There's a couple weird things going on. Not super weird, but just slightly strange uh, irregularities with the ship. There's a couple power and memory leakages, very small percentages, but they're happening. Interesting. Uh, it's noted that this does not happen often because these Martian ships run uh, tight, tight, tight. And it was like, no, it's never happened before. Usually we have to find shit to worry about because everything runs so smoothly. So, uh, yeah, there's something slightly strange going on, but it doesn't seem like it's a big issue because it's so teeny, but power and memory going somewhere else. I wonder, wonder where what's could going
1: it
0: be? On. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so yeah, so chapter 10, that was great. Everyone, we learned that everyone has a dark and serious past for the most part. We kind of knew that. We know Amos is from Baltimore. He was like a child prostitute. Not fun. He doesn't want to revisit that. We know Alex was in the Martian military, and we know he has a family somewhere, but he doesn't really have contact with them anymore. Naomi, we, we, it's implied that she was in the OPA. We don't really know anything else. So we also know that she's super smart. She's got like multiple degrees. Uh... She was going to go to. Was she going to go in the U.N. Army, as it said, was she going to go into like some a Navy or something? I I don't know. It said that she like did like an officer course and she graduated in two years versus three. But I don't remember if that was. Like because the OPA doesn't have any. Organization like that, so I don't know if that was for Earth or Mars or not. It couldn't have been Mars. It must have been Earth. Um, but I'm not, but that doesn't also makes no sense because she is a full-on belter. So likely, I'm actually not 100% sure about that, but uh, family dinner went poorly. Amos has, has been turned down by both uh, of the girls in the news team. Uh, but he's really been trying to make it work with Monica. It's well, very see. funny. Um, Miller returns. I, we have some great Miller time. Yeah. Time. Time.
1: good stuff love, love Miller good stuff cool well
0: are you from Baltimore no <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that was bad but uh, yeah Holden really jumped on a bullet for those people
1: okay, cats and... oh Captain, my
0: Captain. oh Holden my Holden Oh, holding my hold. Wow, I can't wait. You're going to love the last books. Um, I One guarantee day. it. Guarantee it. I guarantee it. Who's what is that? Who is that commercial? You're going to love the way you it. look. Yes, that's what it's uh, it's the Men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse, yes. I know these names like I know <laughs> more than I know my own grand number. Sad. Uh anyway, Melba. Boy Melba Carissa. No. Uh she's Nova. she's in an intimate moment with uh Stan. What is that word? Uh Stanny, one of her underlings. Um, who's showing her a power spike in this one area. Like, cool, check it out. Um I'm not really sure what that had to do with anything, but it's it's a thing that happens. Um she apparently knows that Holden is on his way and she's thinking about him going by and he's like, Wow, well, here he comes, the man I hate. Uh just uh just good stuff. Um, and how they're they're gonna be there soon. So they're getting close. They're getting closer. Things are starting to go to how she's planning. Um She also has a little convo with uh the other boy, Strabolsky. He's not Strabolsky stud it's um real quick, I gotta here, not ran Soledad. She has a real quick talk with Soledad about the ring. We did a little more exposition about what's going on um so apparently in the ring it's 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 still it's still looking weird um and there's there's like microwave radiation that's apparently older than the big bang um. And just, uh, it's, yeah, just weird stuff. And then they, like, kind of, like, talk about the proto molecule. and Melba actually admits she's like, my sister was actually on Eros, which is funny, because it's true. Um Very I guess true. it's not funny, but it's, like, she's, like, kind of combining... <laughs> I laugh. She's kind of combining her lives right here, of, like, talking about her real life with Melba. Um, so, that's... That's fun. They have a little uh moment because apparently uh, um, what's his name? New uh new person on Eros as well. What she what she says exactly actually is extremely dumb. Because she, she said. said. That, she says my sister was one of the first to die on Eros, <laughs> and it's like why the fuck would you say that? Like that brings up a lot more questions than answers. Like that's a lot. Like why that's, that's are you asking weird. questions answered by the the. <laughs> so- The T-shirt situation. The the (laughs) I'm not Julia Mao T-shirt. Yeah, like I don't understand why she phrased it like that. Um, so very funny and dumb that she said that. In my opinion, you don't have. She should say like, "Yeah, my sister was also on Arrows." Boom. Yeah, good stuff. My sister was one of the first on Arrows because how the fuck would you know that unless? Yeah, because they know that they because everyone, well, everyone essentially knows that Eros was like piloted by a, like one person. Right. Isn't that kind of known? At I think this they point? knew that Julie. I because think, Holden has kind of briefed. I think they knew. I think they on it yes. and everyone kind of knows now. Yeah. So. They know. Why would you if you're freaking Clarissa? You're like, yeah, my sister She's very bad at this, with how good she is at this. Also, my sister, who probably, you know, looks like me. So people must know that Mao's daughter is the one that died and piloted it, right? That's interesting. I never really thought about that. Yes. So yeah, you're Clarissa Mao, and you say, who assumedly kind of looks like her dad. (laughs) <laughs> they look exactly alike too. That's they say that later. They're like, yeah, They're this. S- they mistake them. They think it's Julie. If she if she literally said this to any person with like half a brain, or like any important person, it would have gone extremely poorly. Uh yeah, they mistake her for Julie later in the book. So it's not like people would probably recognize her as a Mao. Yeah. Like it's very weird. Incredible, incredible. I couldn't believe how she phrased that. Sorry. Either way, it's it's either here nor there. Um, oh, yeah, the, the other thing Soledad brings up is that the ring, the ships, the ship that the Belter flew in and the, the missiles are not on the float, but drifting slowly towards the center. Um, so that's a thing, uh, which implies something is in the center, which there is. Uh, And, yeah, we'll find out later. Uh, They talk about the Eros thing. Clarissa tries to blow her cover. Um, and then Ren calls and says, I got something important to show you. In front of Soledad, Uh-oh. I might ask. Um, So Clarissa's like, all right, or Melba, I guess, is like, all right, let's go uh, check it out. And it turns out that these ships monitor the air quality And one of these monitors has picked up, um, basically explosive items, uh, in the air because somebody's been planting explosives all over the ship. Um, and Ren's like, this is really funny. Like, we need to tell people about this and figure out what's going on here. And at first clarissa or melba tries playing it off like yo it's a military ship they probably like there's explosives everywhere right and is and friend's smarter than that though he goes no that's not these explosive it's different um and then clarissa kind of in her inner monologue is like going over she's like all right i gotta kill this dude like like kind of psyching herself up um and kind of like like is very creepily thinking about how she's gonna do it she's like I see the long belter neck that I can just snap um, and kind of has to like do it twice. So she like she's like, all right, I'll make him look at the screen. Then I'll snap his neck. So she like does it and then doesn't like have the, the full guts to go through with it. And then finally realizes, like, if she wants to do this plan, she needs to kill Ren, which remember is like like they're they're kind of like buddy buddies now because they had that nice talk about like, yeah, you and me are the same, right? I'm um, dumb. You're a belter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an idiot. You're a belter. Same thing. Same thing. Uh, (laughs) uh, And yeah, then activates her her trap card, her her glands, and uh, freaking my my (laughs) glands, and snaps his neck. Uh, Not good. And then hides the body in her room. (laughs) In her tiny room. In a closet. Freaking Awful. hilarious. Awful. Uh, this that shit would just, smell so bad. Well, she like free... I don't know if she does it now or later, but I think she like... It's not like freezing, but it's kind of like... The, it's pretty much the Han Solo thing of like... And she puts it in... Puts it in night. Yeah, she puts it in some sort of shit. Um, Unreal. But still very... I, absolutely wild one she even thinks about she she knows her. um what's his name i'm st- i freaking can't remember the stupid Sol- soledad name. was the one that was, the was there so was there when yeah so theoretically soledad would be like well the last time he was seen she was called like he did she called did you see Calissa, yeah. Cal- mm-hmm. clarissa to her or melba to her um So that should raise some red flags, but uh, it turns out they'd be like, I don't know, they must have deserted or something. Like they would just put out a missing person report, and then she wouldn't be one of the main suspects. I don't. It seems seems very unlikely she'd get away with this on a small ship. Not a lot of. She was one of the like. Although they're on the prince right now, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so like this is what I was saying. I think she. She's, the prince isn't her main home. She, they like go between ships to like work on different ships, yeah. which is how she gets yeah. explosives on like every single ship. Um, and then how? Uh, I, is that next chapter? They end up. Uh, two of our characters end up meeting. Yes, that is next um, chapter. Yes. So yeah. It's not not confirmed, but we we know in we with kinda the power of hindsight. We kind of know. Um, power of friendship. Hour of friendship. Uh, so yeah, we uh we get a lot of we got a lot of fun things. Some murder, some light, little, some light murder. Some Melba thinking about her inner self. Uh, also, like I may have committed she's some light. Definitely treason. going through it. She's I may have I may have messed up. She like notes how like easy it is to be a Melba. She's like, man, I could really do this. Just like pretend she to be this Melba. lady and like work all day and like have a job she thinks about that yeah. she's like damn this is kind of fulfilling actually this is nice uh this is what i said remember when you made fun of me for thinking that i'd want to be a mechanic is... on one of these ships see Melba Ooh. feels fulfilled no uh no would I. Mel... <laughs> yeah just identify with the uh the main villain um i do she's great i love melva she's misunderstood this <laughs> the ends justify the means the uh Oh, and then they, they also talk a little bit about um Stalin. I don't know why I go on call him Stalin or Stalin grad. <laughs> St- <laughs> You've been listening to a World War One podcast. Um but anyway, one of the talks they're having about like if the people on Eros are still alive and Clarissa very like sharply is like, no, they're not. They're all dead. Uh which is probably a good way to look at it. Actually, I believe that would be World War Two, actually. So don't yeah. send any credit. No one, no one corrects me, thank you. You're welcome. Taking no corrections at this Solid time. Soledad is the, who I was talking about. Soledad uh, is who she was talking to. Stani is the other dude, the other and dude. Ren is the dude that just got absolutely murked. Absolutely jacked. Um, yes. Uh, poor Ren. RIP door boy. We knew you so okay, well. Also, um, related, is no one else going to notice this? they it's very weird i don't i don't know how this wouldn't be a bigger deal than it is um and she, being... she just say that she's gonna report it and then just not report it she reports then, it i'm pretty sure sh- i don't know what and happens then the bombs go off and then she's just gone like i mean she it doesn't, doesn't she, yeah to to her point she doesn't have to like survive forever just until like seemingly this is about to go down soon so don't understand why she because, assumedly, they're all able to look at the, the data diagnostic stuff that Ren is looking at. Because if Ren has access it to it, seems I'm seeing it flagged in other places, yeah. Like the, the ships themselves probably have mechanics of some sort. Right. Um, don't know, there's some potential plot holes here, but that's okay. Um, what is important is that she just absolutely destroyed Ren. Uh, she went sicko mode, destroyed, killed Ren, and
1: now she's got a dead body in her room. Not ideal. Or anyone. Not great. I can't believe it's in her room. Yeah, I mean, I know you weird. don't got a
0: lot—you don't got a lot of spaces to put a body, but like,
1: damn.
0: Seems like she could stuff him in a recycler or something. Maybe that would get flagged.
1: Might get flagged for that.
0: <laughs> probably cameras. Yeah, man, she has to bring her to her room too. The body, I think she puts That's her in the tool wouldn't, chest or something. She says, "Wouldn't there be a camera? Wouldn't there be a camera somewhere in those hallways?" I guess I'm not sure how that. I guess maybe they're down in the guts of the ship, so maybe this all no seems very weird. There. I don't know. Either way, if you're down in the guts of the ship, it seems like there should be cameras because that seems like a prime crime. Here's where some crime is happening.
1: There. Am I right? Yeah, but maybe they just don't prime crime. <laughs>
0: Maybe they don't. Maybe that's maybe that's why the crime happens, is because there's no cameras maybe. in in the guts. Either way, um. So yeah, Melba's making moves. R.I.P. Wait, yeah, we've had multiple deaths in these chapters. That's kind of that's a lot of death for this early in
1: the book. Multiple that's martyrs. Lots of
0: death. Sad. So chapter twelve. We are back with Anna. Have I had every Anna chapter so far? I think you're you're monopolizing the Anna chapters, yeah. Hell yeah. I wonder if this happens all booked. That'd be hype. <laughs> um so we start off this chapter with a big interfaith prayer meeting. Uh Anna becomes bored as hell because the shit is lasting forever. Uh Dr. Cortez eventually comes up at the end and goes on for another 20 minutes. And it's broadcasted. There's like a ton of uh, TV and other stuff. So, huge audience for this, very likely, because once again, Cortez is the evangelical uh, megachurch of his time. So, very much a uh, Joel Osteen type situation. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm very bored while this is happening. After this, Anna and Tilly have lunch and it's we learn that they're kind of buds now. Uh because Tilly is kind of a no nonsense person, and Anna also is kind of a uh Anna is not very much about the pomp and circumstance that the other people that are here for very clearly purely political reasons are. Uh she's she's not really into that stuff. So uh we learned for sure that Tilly's husband literally just so rich. Tilly's literally only here because she's she was bored and wanted to like wanted something to do. So that's extremely funny. I don't know why it seems like a weird thing to decide to do if you're bored, but that's you know I'm not her. You do uh, you. Yeah, you do you. Have fun. Go to the ring. Or, uh, <laughs> quit your job. Go to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tilly's like they're having basically a conversation and I was like "I this is just everything that we've done so far is just not why I wanted to come on this trip and Tilly's like well why did you want to come on this trip and I was like she basically brings up like I wanted to discuss with other religious leaders what the ring means for religion as we know it which is seems cool and seems fun and I'm not very religious but that seems fun to do Mm -hmm. so I would also be into that but uh, that's not really happening clearly we it's this is ma- mainly just a show there's not supposed to be any serious things happening here and it doesn't seem like a lot of people are interested in having those conversations so that means Anna is quite bored and feels out of place and is not uh straight up not having a good time basically so we learn more about what she thinks Uh, later that night, I believe it's that same day, that night, the battle station's alarm of the Thomas Prince goes off to flip into combat mode because we are now close enough to the Martian ships also heading to the ring that we need to be on active alert. Uh, Since Anna was woken up, she's like, dang, I'm a little hungry, I need to go get a snack. And she heads to the mess hall and there's a few people here she sits down drinking her she's drinking her milk I believe she only got milk but um, a military man named Chris I believe um, sits by her and is like hey you are Pastor Anna, correct you're Methodist and, he's like, and she's like yes I am he's like hell yeah I'm from Minnesota I'm also Methodist uh, <laughs> can I talk to you I'm from and she's Minnesota like, oh, I'm yeah.
1: from Minnesota,
0: eh Minnesota Minnesota and uh, she's like, "Hell yeah, I'm, I'd love to talk. This could be potentially this is like what I was born to do, basically." And um, she's like, you know, the ring's scary and all. This is very much a, this is very much a. I just have to say this beforehand, but it's very much a. Uh, the authors very much like to be very direct with certain themes, and this is one of those moments where it's just like, "Yep, you could not have." beating this over our heads any harder. Uh, and Chris is like, the ring is scary, but isn't it isn't it crazy that we only go into combat mode when we get close to the Martians? And Anna's like, wow. That's so <laughs> true. That's so crazy. <laughs> and so, uh, that you know, we get that, instead of that being a theme, it's very much just bashed in our faces, which is fine, but uh, it's just very clear that, I don't know, it's very funny to me. And Anna is like, hey, we should pray a little bit. And her and Chris, they do some praying. And while these conversations are happening, she has noticed a girl across the mess hall uh, that is basically not moving, heads down in her arm. And she's like, oh, dang, that's weird. She notes that she's very pretty. And that she's kind of noticing that girl is straight up not moving for most of this conversation. And Chris is like, so do you do like a church thing? Like, can we do some sort of like, can we do some sort of church thing? And I was like, hell yeah, let's do 10 a.m. Sunday in this conference room. I need to, I'll ask if that conference room is available at that time on <laughs> Sunday, but let's do it. And I was like, fuck yes, I finally have something to do that I'm interested in, that people want. Chris is like, there's other, I know there's other Methodists here, I'll spread the word. And she's like, hell yes, let's fucking go. Because she now gets to do her shit. Um, so she's very excited for that. Uh, she is now in this she's kind of on top of the world she's like hell yeah i got a reason to be here i love this i'm gonna go talk to that pretty girl see if she's okay uh and she walks over she's like hi are you okay and the girl reacts somewhat strangely and alarmingly very aggressively she kind of like uh you don't know me <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like are you okay you don't know me like not <laughs> ideal up in her face and uh, Anna gets a little scared quickly. Because uh, she's like, the girl's like vibrating almost. She's like very like tense, hands in fists. And she kind of darts away. And uh, people, other people in the room are like, what the f- what the fuck is going on? Because the girl like yells almost and runs away uh, after just not moving for a, probably like a half an hour it seems like, almost. Um, so, yeah. Anna's like, that was pretty fucking weird. And that's the end of that. So Awkward. I we don't know who that girl is, but man, we may what never we know. Think. Um could be anybody. Could be anybody, truly. So yeah, that is uh our unofficial first interaction between Anna and a certain uh Clarissa Melba person. We learn later. It's pretty clear when it happens, but um yes, Anna and Tilly, BFS. Tilly, even though she's not religious, uh, fundamentally seems more interested in some things going on here than a lot of the other people are. Uh, Anna is very interested in asking some fun religious questions. Specifically, she's like, she wants to know what this all means. What it means. (laughs) Um, She wants to know, like, what does this mean? What does this tell us about God? What, you know, we... Historically, only humans have had souls. What? What does, does the proto molecule have a soul? What mm. you know? What's going on? Is whoever is whoever made the proto molecule have a soul? Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, is it alive? Uh, does it, it kills us? Is that a sin for it? Uh, stuff like that. Just fun religious questions like that. So, it's great. I think those are super interesting questions for on to be asking.
1: Crazy. Some things I understand
0: less. It calls into question the entire concept of grace. I don't really understand what that means, because I don't really <laughs> understand what grace means. But um... The entire concept. Well, I think it's... Let me take a crack at this bad boy. Um... I'm ready for Dak the pastor. Let's go. No, I think it's... Uh, I think it's because Jesus died for our sins, his grace. But did he, did he die, die for, for the protomolecule oh, oh, sins? Oh, oh shit! Uh, Do we have to to forgive I them? think the official answer is no. <laughs> like... I think from what I—I I don't know if it's this book or I found this somewhere else—but they were like talking about like, Bible. yeah, if there's aliens, Jesus didn't die for them. Like, they're—if God sent an alien Jesus too, then good. But uh, he's no, the, our he was—he's he's our Earth. Jesus. Yeah, he's the human savior. Earth is for the earthers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's the—that's the idea. Like he. I think that's like the official stance is like if there is extraterrestrials, they're not included in the uh, the saving. If he was for aliens, then it would be in the Bible that aliens are cool. And from so from, and like this makes sense because the Bible was written so long ago. But like it's very like human centric of like not even considering anything we were, made, we were made in his image yeah right yeah, yeah. right like, right. Shit like that we like, we're like in... we the only ones who exist any smart being who exists like so it would definitely yeah like blow that whole <laughs> like not work essentially um, it would be fun that's why Anna's interested in talking about all that shit and she doesn't get to fun. so she's sad yeah she
1: Honestly. wants to have that
0: deep she wants to have that deep 2am conversation Honestly, and everyone cool. else is like bro this is with pizza please, please don't this is Arby's get out of honestly, the Arby's honestly this, <laughs> does God exist and everyone's like please go home on it <laughs> just order your number two and get out of here please shut the fuck up thank you great yeah very fun Who is? Um, the- we're gonna have we're gonna have church coming up soon which she's super ready for she's like hell yes I was born to do this shit give it to me uh, yeah, and we learned that... Once again, we learned that a girl in this story is pretty. The most important question. Cool. Well, we kind of knew that Clarissa was pretty because we know Julie was pretty. Everyone's and pretty. We and we look- don't know that they look exactly alike yet, but we we learned that they're basically twins. They're sisters, so... Uh, cool. And that's the end. That's chapter 12. That is the end of our chapters this week. Yep. So, uh yeah, Science Tuesday. So, I... I gotta admit. Do we do, should we do Employee of the Month before you do Science Tuesday? I, so, this Science Tuesday is not gonna be that long, but maybe we okay. should. Uh, let's do Employee of the Month because it just kind of fits in with everything. Um, so, what do we think for Employee of the Month? It's a very good question. Uh, I, do you wanna give it to much. Bull? Because I don't think I do, but I would listen to an argument. Bull? He's kind of the opposite Bull... of the Employee of the Month. I mean, it depends what we're giving the employee of the month for. Is the employee of the month for like good things or. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, because he positioned himself very well here. Good things or cool things or smart things. Yeah, yeah, right. I think it'd be whatever. I think it'd be whatever we decide. um, Because Bull, he definitely did the most for himself. And I mean, you could even give it to Anna, but I don't think we should do that because she's not Anna. Um, Anna hasn't done much. I, I meant oh, you mean, uh, wait, oh, Melba, you mean um, because she, although she's like kind of fucking up, so yeah, I don't think we give anything to Melba. I, mean, I think soon. I think it's a clear fuck up for Melba right here. I don't mm-hmm. think she thinks this through. And then Holden's uh, not really having a good time. His crew. I yeah, I think you gotta go. Bull. I think we have to go Bull actually go because Bull. I think you're right. No one else did anything good. Gotta go Bull. It's Bull. Damn. It's always That's been Bull. Bull. His oh, first one. He's probably gonna get another one. He probably gets he some might. One. He Bull does. Bull like Mecca. Bull goes. I don't know hand if you want to say it does Mecca bull. Bull like does the most work. We have Anna the the employee of the week last week. Anna was employed last week. She might get it again too at some point. Yeah, probably. That's the problem. Holden will probably get it too at some point. We have Anna and Bull are very much like good characters, right? Yeah. Like that, that's what they're they're framed as being like good people. Melba, we get with the opposite of that is that we. This is the first story where we have a bad care, a bad character who's a POV in Melba, um, essentially. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that we have, um, a, a antagonists as, uh, a POV in this book compared to the last books where we definitely did not. Fair. So I don't know if that. I wonder if they... I wonder what they... I wonder what they thought about that when they're writing that. Like, the the dichotomy. Because, obviously, like, last book, what our characters were... Bobby, Avasarawa, uh Holden, and... uh who's the fourth one? Last book. Could be anybody. Oh, um... Prax. Prax. And, um... Those four are... All good. All good. All in the same... All, literally all in the same group for most of that book. Or half of that book. Um, so... It's very contained and very similar. We're just getting different. We're basically just getting inside different people's heads for different point of views. But this one is very different. We have actually people working against each other actively. So that's why Anna and Bull are doing things that are, you know, fundamentally good. This whole book, and Mel was doing things, but yeah. Yeah, but like besides this bit, he's basically like besides that. Besides- <laughs> he's like he's basically like Robocop the rest of this book. Um yeah. In more and ways Anna, than one. Obviously, Anna is like straight up
1: just uh like
0: untainted priest, you know? Like she does like a small parish. Yeah. She just wants to help people. She's like she could easily get it every single time because she's like the most I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how, how these these kind of play out. I don't know if Melba gets whatever. We may have to change our definition of employee of the month. I mean, she has a chance to get one. I feel like later, we'll see. Who Melba? Yeah. All right. Maybe. Um. Mostly. We could change it to be like the most.
1: We could change the definition.
0: M I P. Most most interesting person in this section potentially. Um. Versus like the person who does the goodest thing. I mean, she does good things eventually, kind of. But after yeah. doing a bunch of bad things. Well, yeah, but it's employee of the month, not employee it's like, of the book. It's like, giving, it's like giving Darth Vader employee of the month at the very end <laughs> the, of. I mean, <laughs> he kills he the says... empire. I think I would give him employee of the month if we if he was in that set of chapters. He just kills the empire, then the empire, the emperor, or I guess not uh, kills him. Whatever. Absolutely. uh we it, he kills him. Fuck that. He kills him. He kills him. And then they're back. He, I mean, he did kill him. It never really got explained, but that's fine. Somehow we're not the emperor. We're not here to returned. do that. We're not here to do that. <laughs> we should do some sort of announcement in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, I'm, All right. Yeah, I'm good with giving it to Bull. He did something right. that job, he literally is an employee. As an employee, so true. He literally is. Well, the machine. Uh, Science Tuesday. So I got this idea to do it on the microwave background radiation because it was mentioned earlier in the book, and I'm like, oh, we could do that. And um, but then you know, I got I tried really hard. I read so many things about the back microwave background radiation uh but it was it was way over my head it was so far over my head that it was like incomprehensible like i'd i'd like to think myself as not a stupid person but um it was just not i was not able to understand it and i could i could read that to you guys but no one would understand it i guarantee it so i'm going to say I, some things that i think are uh are able to be understood um so basically microwave uh background radiation is the well microwave background radiation that we can uh pick up in outer space um and from this we can kind of deduce things about the big bang uh and about uh how like what kind of the states of the universe when the big bang was being created so you, like in the simplest terms like we read the radiation and we're like oh because of this we know that it was whatever Like at whatever point, one seconds after the big bang, this happened or whatever. We use math and and science and shit. Um, So yeah, it's kind of interesting that this shit is still like this radiation is still like outflowing from uh, so, so long ago Um, and also makes it very weird that in the ring space, That the radiation seems to be older than the Big Bang. Like, I'm not sure that makes any sense, which I guess is the point. Uh, That doesn't make any sense. Is that what they say in the chapter? In the chapter, they're like, yeah, apparently the microwave radiation coming out of the ring space is older than the Big Bang, uh, which is just wild. Is that explained later? Not really. I mean, um, without spoiling anything. I mean, you start getting into, like, crazier stuff, uh, but it's never like... Yeah, like that. It still doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't make sense. That's a weird. That is a weird thing. Like you could just say like,
1: it's way older than
0: what we measure here. Instead of versus, like it is older than the beginning of the universe itself. Yeah. Well, I think (laughs) I don't. Hmm. It is clear that this this realm. I mean, I guess we're gonna get into it when he are they in the multiple? Are they in the multiple universe stuff? Uh, multiple. Not real. They're still. It's still being kind of explained. But, um, for where I am in the book, but basically seems isn't that a thing that there might be multiple universes, like, yeah, or something like yes, that. Yes, that's a, a thing, a thought, isn't that a, some sort of yeah, the multiverse? Okay. All right, keep going. Uh, oh, right, the multiverse, of course. Um, what's yeah, what's he what's his name explained it in Loki? I should have, I should have known, yeah, I come known. on, man, and then the timelines, and then they're trying to keep it to the one main timeline, just. The, the holy basic stuff, right here. This that, is what Anna's trying to do, though. She's this trying is, to keep the sacred timeline. She's the timekeeper. Mm-hmm. She's part, she's one of the agents. Exactly. Makes sense. Uh, we maybe should have warned people, we maybe shouldn't have said that, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, what, spoilers? Did we spoil anything, really? Not really. No, it's fine. If, We're good. If they. No one would understand that. I don't think we did spoil anything either if, like, you're, that a fan, explained... you, if you're a Marvel fan you've watched Loki already you haven't you, if you, right. if you... all that explain explained, yeah, is yeah, yeah. Is explained in we're the good. first chapter so we're or good. the first pretty pretty much the first episode, so it's like whatever yeah, I guess I didn't say anything. I actually didn't say any specific and then there's a okay, crocodile we're and <laughs> we're good we're, good. we're um, good so yeah but uh this this radiation was actually found kind of recently in the nineteen forties um by Ralph Almer and Robert Herman who I'm pretty sure got uh some Nobel prize for that shit. Oh yeah. Um them. and uh yeah, it it it's helped us kind of understand um more about the the origin of the universe and uh that's all I can basically explain. I I did read a lot. I tried really hard to maybe explain some more cooler things, but it's just uh it, it's incomprehensible. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right. So that's that's what you get. And uh, That's what you get. And we'll we'll learn more about man, we're gonna get I'm excited to uh, to continue this and learn more about the ring and inside the ring. Uh, okay, inside your ring. That, well when you say it like that. <laughs> but it, it starts getting great. Oh, and then the fourth book, which doesn't even... A lot of people don't like the fourth book. Uh, it's weird, because the fourth book's actually... Of the first four, the fourth book is absolutely my favorite. I, it's my favorite, too, but there's a lot of people who don't like it, and I can kind of see why, because it's definitely... It's different from the others in... It's like a bottle episode, which I yes. oh, and I just love that yes. it's just totally removed, which I think that's great, actually. Yeah, um, there are people who hate it, but... um. I I really okay. like it. I really enjoy I the politics no, and the uh, yeah, just the whole situation. It's I have fine. like zero interaction with any sort of expands discourse. Okay. So, yeah, I have no idea if if like what it's definitely more controversial like. with well, the the TV series too. And that's wild because the fourth season is easily the best. Easily, it's really good. I mean, the fifth you haven't seen the fifth season. I haven't seen the fifth. The fifth could be better. The fifth I've I've been told is. A, Band favorite as of now um, that's I, I believe that it kind because, of makes sense you'd learn I mean, so it, much shit and yeah, and doing and they had they actually had you know you've Amazon did or funded season four. that was the first time they had that much money so assumedly you're trying some things out and then the fifth season you're you're able yeah. to like utilize some of that Brain stuff blast. a little better so yeah. I totally believe that but man fourth season was fucking awesome and the book is awesome I mean the first book is super good obviously um but if you're comparing the and like the first book and the fourth book are both very high but the tv show wise i mean the fourth season is just so good compared to like clearly what is just such a higher option yeah than what they have in the first season i think there's still yeah i think my favorite books because uh the eighth book is kind of like that too my favorite ones are where there's still kind of like a The fourth one is kind of like there's like a mystery of like what's going on here or like um you give me any i'm a sucker for mysteries you give me any sort of mystery like like what how are they yeah
1: whereas like the
0: second book definitely not really mystery um the the third book here is kind of a like we're like what's this ring thing what's gonna go on which is kind of fun and then also the fact of melba doing her shit and you're like how the fuck are they gonna survive this Right. Um, I just watched I just started Hawkeye and right in the beginning there's a murder and you're like and I'm like, oh god, hell yeah. Give me a murder mystery. I'm that's in. all I'm in. Son of a bitch. Say more say no more. So yeah. yeah. Good um, stuff. It is great. I wish yeah, I don't know. Maybe they will go back someday and do a uh at least like a, a TV or like a miniseries or a movie on uh, the last trilogy of the expanse. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Because... Uh, I think it's it's a good it's a good story. It's worth it. worth it. I wonder. I mean, if they, it probably just like doesn't make sense for them just because of the way that this has worked. Like, when did that first TV series? It come might out? not. It might not even make sense as far as their storyline right now. It's like, okay. I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I understand that there's like a time skip, so the because there's a well, time there's... skip, and then there's specific older characters that i forget how are fleshed out in the tv show that come back that maybe yeah. would be weird to have this happen right like right. i'm not like even if sure like, especially right now yeah like so soon after the the season comes out i i don't even know if the main thing that happens is set up in the tvs because there's a there's a specific thing that happens in in book either five or six that if like is like the whole precursor for the last um Mm-hmm. The last mm-hmm. trilogy. so gotcha. it's gotcha. weird that like if they didn't do that in the show then it would just be like you can't really do it or they'd have to like preface like have an intro of like this is flashback of like what happened during the fifth book or whatever yeah. the fifth season. Gotcha,
1: so gotcha.
0: It, yeah I don't know I have to watch I'm again I'm absorbing. I am the osmosis of expanse I'm reading the third book obviously doing these these uh, podcasts. I'm reading the last book and I'm also watching. You're, the show you're again. in it. You're deep in it. I am yeah. I'm inside the <laughs> expanse. So deep. Um so Pretty yeah. Funny. Good. I'm less well, it's good. Unless deep. Do we get any Gmails? Uh good question. Didn't check. Oh, we should do that beforehand every time. Uh I have I don't know if I actually have oh dude, when I I realize we're still on a podcast. I don't have the Gmail on my computer right now. i have to reset that up. We, we did not get anything. It's on, it's on my computer, which is funny. Uh, so yeah, well, I, do you want to tell us how they've been can rambling?: s- Yeah, let's how, end how it. they can sell us emails? We would not buy your email. we got to put them out of their misery, all the great listeners. So um, you can find us at the guys who did this on Patreon. You have a correction. bonus episodes.: Or question. Yeah, tons of bonus episodes right now There's at least one.: um, Oh, there's going to be two. <laughs> keep going uh if you have a comment correction question email us at the guys who did this at gmail.com the music for this episode was racing light by kilobyte from night mode records oh yeah well have a great evening whatever day this is uh <laughs> we will have a great rest of our weekend and we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks all right bye